Hello, welcome along Nivering Football with me, Tony McSherry. I'm very pleased to say joining me for this podcast is Conliff McSherry. Here we have a very big game coming up in Belfast. Not something you say every day. Yes, that's right. The UEFA Super Cup is coming to Windsor Park. Back in 2019, Windsor Park applied to host the Super Cup and was successful. This will be a very big game. Make no mistake about it. The impact it will have on local jobs, the economy as a whole, and the fact that Chelsea and Villarreal are playing two very big clubs in the European game. So, in Conliffe, again, uh, this is your beloved Chelsea. How excited are you to see Chelsea come to Belfast and play for a major European trophy that is the UEFA Super Cup? Yeah, um, very excited. I'm Tony and even just hearing you say that, Chelsea are coming to Belfast to play in a major European match for silverware. I mean, you would have thought that in any kind of year or anything. But um, yeah, I'm very looking forward to it. I think it'll be fantastic um, to see the first game of the season, the, the curtain raiser basically for the 21-22 season. So I think um, you will be enough. Um, hopefully it's good weather, so as you know, so the players can actually play good football instead of sluggish and all that, get the ball on the ground, make it attractive and all that. Um, but um, yeah, very, very excited to you know, so I can't wait to be honest. Um, hopefully, lucky enough, um, apply for tickets for it, as you do, you get to apply for tickets on UEFA because it's such in demand and obviously with COVID and all that, so it can't be full capacity, although I know it's around 13,000 all together, like, so get to apply, so hopefully, fingers crossed again, and then if I do, geez, that'll be a miracle. Uh, apologies for my language there, but geez, I mean, that's, that sums it up. Just can't stop. Just too excited because just can't control my, um, my emotions for it. But yes, I'm looking forward to it. Roll on. Yeah, and this could be kind of the first piece of silverware for Chelsea this season. Chelsea have won the Super Cup before in 1998, beating Real Madrid. But I've never won it since the takeover of the club from Roman Abramovich, who is idolised at Chelsea. There's a banner at Stamford Bridge which says the Roman Empire on it, a Russian flag in the background. Um, he is quite revered from all around Chelsea. But again, it's a trophy he hasn't won. They haven't won under his uh, stewardship. In 2013, Chelsea played Bayern Munich in the UEFA Super Cup in Prague. And we were quite lucky that night. I remember Lu- Romelu Lukaku, he's linked with the club again, actually in return, missed the decisive penalty. And in was 20, uh, 2013 in the next one, 2012 was one against Atletico Madrid, lost Falcao inspired after Atletico Madrid. 2013 lost to Bayern Munich. 2019 lost to Liverpool in Istanbul. So, kind of the Chelsea's uh, recent history in this competition has not been good. Um, what have you actually made of those those recent games now over the years in the Super Cup, those defeats? And do you think you can rectify that at Windsor Park next Wednesday? Yeah, well, obviously, as you said, those past three games have lost. Um, I think, well, I think 2012 um, against Aflag Madrid, I think um, we came up against Falcao. I think he got all four goals. I know he, got, he definitely got a hat-trick. I know that. Um, but yeah, he ripped the support through it. So, I mean... I think, Chelsea tried to sign him that night. <laughs> yeah, I think... Um, I think trying to try think who was the manager at that time. I think it was Di Matteo, was it? Uh, yep, I tried Di Matteo. Di Matteo, yeah. I think Abramovich went to change him and all. Tried his best to convince him. Oh, that, that, that was when Falcao was, I was praying. But obviously, yes, Chelsea did again. But yeah, going off topic here. Yeah, um, Falcao destroyed us that night. So... I mean, it's understandable if a player's in good form, yeah, he's going to 
do a good job against you. And then twenty thirteen. Uh, yeah, twenty thirteen against uh, uh Bayern, you know, I thought very unlucky to be honest. I'm I think it was Javi Martinez, he scored in the last second of added of of added times at the at the like ninety fourth minute or something. Unbelievable. How could you rate your luck? Then bloody we took the lead as well, I think, in the extra time, so we do, or... Yep. Torres, I yeah, think. Torres get it, it's very good goal, then Ribery scores, and geez, you're just like, come on here, like, any any chance, <laughs> any luck, and then obviously it goes to penalties, and um, Lukaku, like, you know, I think he came off to substitute that game, you know, we were still relatively young, um, it's just what it was, and then 2019, I thought we were very unlucky as well, because that's when VAR was introduced, we actually got two goals ruled out, ruled offside, so I think Pulisic got them both, so... I mean, I just like you're just thinking to yourself like, we ever gonna win this um this cup? So um, yeah, very unlucky as well. And then the same position, Tommy Abraham, the size of Pampy misses. He's only young, you know. He's only twenty, twenty one at the time, like so understandable. But um, yeah, it's been a shame for past um recent um results within the competition. But um, no, hopefully this one's different. So does you although I do I do worry about everyone. Um, hosting Chelsea as the favourites yeah. you never know what the other story with the underdog like so fingers crossed it could go fourth time lucky I guess Tony yes that's right Colin of the underdog of course Villarreal led by Unai Emery former Arsenal manager a man who absolutely loves the UEFA Europa League he's won it now four times three times with Sevilla and now once with Villarreal beating Manchester United in the final this year so Actually, I think to be fair, Unai Emery again, he'll be very motivated forgetting the fact that he's been the five finals in the Europa League and the only one he lost was against Chelsea with uh, Maurizio Sarri's Chelsea in his last ever game. And that sort of brought an end to his tenure as time at Arsenal in a way because that was quite decisive in Arsenal not qualifying from the Champions League in that season. And yeah, it sort of did pedal, uh, peter out uh, towards the end of his time at Arsenal. So yeah, I think, Colin, are you, are you very worried about the Villarreal and the likes of Gerard Moreno? Even Alberto Moreno is, uh, became in good form now. We all remember him from his time at Liverpool. Um, he seems to have revived his career now at Villarreal. Uh, are you worried about the prospect facing him and what Unai Emery can do in these type of one-off matches? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, obviously, Unai Emery, he's going to be with He's going to be sectored within the British media a lot. And he, perhaps he'll be thinking to himself, I have a point to prove here, you know, so... I'm going to make sure my players are 100% for this game. Every player, even if you're on the bench, everyone's ready for it. And the fans as well, you know, I know Villarreal fans are ready to come. So I think he will definitely have a point to prove to But um, yeah, he did say there are a few new few players within the squad who could cause damage to their team. I th- I'm actually kind of worried about them. their centre-back, um, the captain. Uh, Garcia, I think he was called. He was at Napoli, so he was... Um, He's played for Real Madrid as well, so he did. Um, I'm not too sure if it Garcia or I'm trying to think, but um, he did very well against United. So he did in the final. He was big and strong. You know, he he took um lead of the team. He's 35, so he was I think roughly that age. Like, but he just he dominated. So he did, and that's why that's why I think like you know because we've got rid of Giroud, we only have Abraham and Werner as our strikers, and I think they might struggle against him. So that's the bit I'm worried about to be fair. Um. I think set plays as well. I mean, I think they were immense. So they were in the against United. So I think in terms of defending and attacking, you know, they did create a lot of free kicks, um, corners and so on. But um, yeah, I do think um, Emery will, he will have his tactics on points. He will, you know, I think he will try and utilize 
the spirit of the team, the every player's um, advantages and all with speed, going down the wing, high pressure, keeping composed on the back, you know, trying to get implemented through the midfield or if not go long, you know, it was just just very things, you know, so I do think Chelsea will have a headache on defending what tactics to do, but um, yeah, I think Unai Emery will definitely be up for this one as well, the whole Villarreal team. And looking back on it as well, Chelsea won the Champions League against Porto, were pretty much underdogs by many for that final. Again, as you said, it'll be expectations on Chelsea to win this game. Uh, so do you think Chelsea, uh, Thomas Tuchel, do you think he'll be able to cope with this here? He does usually do quite well in the big games so far, and he's only been in at the club now about eight months, really. And it is quite remarkable the turnaround that Chelsea have had in fortunes since his arrival. Yeah, I think definitely Thomas will be able to handle this game. You know, he handled the Champions League final, so he did. Um, biggest game, we argue, in our history, so was that one. Um, and he was up, got, obviously got to the FA Cup final, which didn't work great, but um, yeah, as you said, he's done very well in the. In big games, you know, would be at City, so we'll have. Um, I think, uh, what else? We had City, no doubt. So, did on two occasions, so it was. Um, leading up to it. Um, obviously, got to the final of the FA Cup. Um, did very well in other important games, you know. I think it was um, Taunton at home, Leicester at home, you know, had to win them to keep their spirits up, so did. So, um, yeah, Thomas will know what the score is, to be fair. Um, you know, how to go about it, you know, I think he will demand perfection, I suppose, in a way, but I suppose if Chelsea win, they win, so he'll be happy about that, but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to how he goes about it, um, I'm just, I'm just wondering what's the lineup going to be, it's, a, it's one I've been thinking about Tony, to be fair, because um, of pre-season, obviously, both sets of teams have new players coming in, whether it's Academy or back on loan, or if they're impressed in Euros, new signings, etc., all that players have left. So it's going to be interesting to see what the squad is for both teams. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and again, kind of the fact that this is in Belfast as well. This is um, yeah, going to be a very unique experience, I must say. And Chelsea will have about 2,000 fans roughly in the stadium. I imagine there will be more probably uh, getting in as well. Uh, with the UEFA raffle and so on. Um, again, this is uh, Thomas, Thomas Tuchel v Unai Emery, two former PSG managers. As well, that could be another interesting uh, battle on the horizon in this game. Uh, but no, I think there, there'll be pressure on both managers, in a way. And yeah, no, what are you made of Chelsea and uh, Villarreal? Maybe more, more predominantly Chelsea's preseason so far, up until this game. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose they both got sacked from PSG as well, coincidentally. So I think um, they'll both be eager to prove um, their their doubters wrong. You know, um, within. Picking up some silverware, um. Yeah, in terms of Chelsea preseason, I think it's been somewhat. It's been it's been good enough. So it has. I know there was a COVID outbreak at one point. So it was, which is obviously a shame. But so what can you do? That's um. That's a different story for another day, I suppose. Um. Yeah, I've been impressed. I think um, they've got players back. So they have players that I completely forgot about. You know, there's Akiyoko, Drinkwater, Baba Ramen, Jake Clark, Jake Clark Slater. You know, these people are coming back and. Obviously, there's still rumours of signing new players, you know, obviously Lukaku, Haaland, etc., all that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that has been impressive. So has. I know we, we beat Arsenal away, so we did. Havertz scored, and so with Hammy, and um, we drew with Tottenham, so we did as well. Two each, Hakim Ziyech got two. I think Hakim Ziyech has done well to be fair. I think um, last season wasn't his best season, so perhaps he's got a good pre-season. 
under his chin and he's flying, you know, he's got his composure, he's more relaxed in the atmosphere around the club, he knows the settings better, so perhaps this could be a kickstart season for Hakim, you know. And then obviously with the Euros being on, players have joined late, like Jorginho, Emerson, Mount, um, Chile and Rich James and all. And then in terms of uh, Villarreal's pre-season, I'm sure, I'm not too sure to be 100% sure, but um, I'm near enough sure they've had a few fixtures as well, you know, they've been training in warm atmosphere in Spain, you know, I think there'll be more cut out perhaps for intensity, you could argue, because it's warm in Belfast on the Wednesday, they'll be used to it so well, so I think it will be interesting enough like so well, but um, I'm near sure they've made signs as well, you know, so, I mean, yeah, pre-season's been going well, I suppose, but um, we'll have to wait and see on terms of Wednesday. And so you think, Colin, if you could maybe predict Chelsea's starting lineup for this game, or is it too hard to say maybe at this time? Um, I think you'll go with Mandy and that's, I know Cap has been playing a lot, but I think you'll definitely go with Mandy because he was captain, I think, the second half of the Tottenham pre-season game. Mm-hmm. So you'll go with Mandy. Um, I would like to see Asmodequist start, but I don't think he will. Um, and then Silva won't start either. Don't know about Reese James either. Um, so I think you probably go with uh, Rudiger, Rudiger, and I'll probably say Zuma, Kurt Zuma. I think Lobo started. I think obviously they both exited the Euros that early, so did. Then, so yeah, so Mandy, Zuma, Rudiger, then perhaps I'm trying to think who, who could you play at right back, left back. I mean, he's up in the air, maybe Jay Clark Seder, Baba Raman, I'm not too sure, you know, what do we wait and see. But then in terms of midfield, I think um, he'll start Conte, so he will. Conte's been back, so he has. Um, I would like this. Jorginho probably again, maybe. Well, I mean, Jorginho's when he came back, so he has. Um, <laughs> Jorginho Mount, I think they'll not start. Well, I'll be amazed if they do. Um, who's the, <laughs> good question, Tony. Geez, I'm, I'm struggling for myself, so yeah, man. I think he will have to play his strongest team, definitely, because it is. The perfect way to start the season. You think what happened Liverpool 2019 win the Super Cup, go on to win the Club World Cup and come Premier League champions that season. Yeah, Thomas Tuchel would maybe be worrying he you know this could be a real lay down a marker for Chelsea. And again, he's never won the Club World Cup as well. So this could be, you know, something again, a lay down a marker, statement of intent, heading the new season, which starts just a couple of days after. Yeah, um, definitely. I suppose that would do the job. Uh, so I do think you'll start um, Kante, then... Maybe Loftus Cheek. Um, I know Colin Gallagher impressed, but he's all alone now. But I think in terms of the attacking wise, I know he'll go. I think he'll go with Ziyech, um, Werner, and Havertz. So well, I think he'll go with that. Well. So I think I know. I've got that rough idea. So I have so literally just it's the fullbacks and the other two midfielders. I think that's the only places are up, up for option. But um, yeah, definitely think um he'll do well. So well, but um yeah, as you said, the Club World Cup as well. Yeah, we. When we won the Champions League, we got to beat the Corinthians. Never won that either, like so. I mean, Jesus, this could be, this could kickstart our season big time. You know, getting the Super Cup, the Club World Cup. You know, two um, two trophies in the bag already. Like that could be a start for a great season. You know, and um, push for the Premier League this time around as well as defend the Champions League. So um, yeah, we just have to wait and see. You know, but I'm really looking forward to the game. Yeah, and just the final end question then, Colin. Uh, Romelu Lukaku has been linked with Chelsea, a former player, of course. And it's quite a big amount of money now. Could easily break the record of what City paid for Jack Grealish. Um, 
What What are your thoughts on Romelu Lukaku joining, and uh, would this be a bit good move for Chelsea? Yeah, um, obviously he's been linked, so he has. Um, I've just saw a recent one. Chelsea were on the pay ninety, I think it's ninety two million for him with no player exchanged. So, mm. I mean, I don't know. To be honest, I think we well, obviously saw his time in United. He got, you think he got like twenty seven all goals with it. At United, yeah, that's for saving goal. Yeah, and he still got slated, so he did. So obviously he's a he's a renowned goal scorer. Sure he is, but um, but then you can think yourself. Well, I think personally from watching him, I think myself, like, God, the amount of chances he has to score more goals, sometimes he misses absolute sitters or doesn't do the right play, doesn't like squirt as a teammate, etc. Yeah. So I think he's got the potential. So I don't know. I just think, I just don't know about Chelsea breaking the bank, to be honest. I'm trying to think. I heard Chelsea were linked with Lewandowski, I think 50 million. No Lewandowski's like in his 30s now, but I think perhaps that would be a more suitable move because we'll have paid big, so we'll have. Especially last time, you know, what Chilwell, Werner, Ziyech, Havertz, etc. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting to say the least, but um, I'd obviously like the season for uh, Werner to be the main man, so, but I suppose he's getting more joy down the wings. Too, so, perhaps Havertz could still continue that role as false nine, you know, as he did in the Champions League final. So, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I don't know how Chelsea would react because obviously. There was talk of Chelsea wanting Declan Rice, but because he was at the Chelsea Academy, Chelsea released him. Chelsea felt he's we can't buy him. We'll look like fools if we pay seventy million for a player released back in the day. So perhaps maybe Chelsea are thinking that case as well for Lukaku. You know, so I don't know to be honest. Um, but I do think we do need another striker just as backup. You know, obviously you have Havertz, we do a false nine, Werner, Abraham. But I do think Chelsea will need um just someone backup. Maybe maybe not as highly. Um, priced as Lukaku but um, ideally I would like to go for Lewandowski I think he could add serious talents that he could alright then I'm just going to go for a quick score predictions ahead of this game uh, of course uh, Colin if your score prediction a bit of a drum roll we all know who you're going to say is winning it yeah definitely I suppose what football fan are you of your team if you don't back them to win a piece of silver so you know so um, yeah I do think Chelsea will definitely win I don't know whether we'll be on um during the full 90 or extra time or penalties etc but um, I mean God I just think I mean uh, I don't want to say it in case it's got the team or something like but um, yeah I do think we, we just have too much we do for Villarreal you know um, for Champions of Europe so we are um, but never say never you know Villarreal can come and just have a cracking game and we can all have a Chelsea could have a bad game you know so um, but yeah I'm definitely supporting Chelsea so I am and definitely fully backing them and I'm hoping that they get the result and get the first piece of silverware yeah I think uh, Chelsea will again be main favourites of course I think it will actually go to penalty shootouts definitely in the extra time I can see this game being a close counter maybe 0-0 when I was speaking about at Windsor Park actually a few days ago I did sort of think Chelsea 2-0 winners now I'm starting to feel more closer to the game now it will be quite a cagey affair especially with Unai Emery involved in a final then again we know what happened in 2019 Europa League Chelsea ran rampant inspired by Eden Hazard but yeah uh, yeah I think Chelsea will just have a bit too much for Villarreal alright then so we've reached the end of the podcast thank you very much for listening to the show it's going to be a very big game at Windsor Park think of all the crowd again as Colin said 13,000 fans at Windsor Park Stadium pretty much near enough full, 5,000 short of full capacity. This game you don't want, not want to miss. 
Uh, this is something that doesn't come to Northern Ireland every day. So make sure to uh, soak up the atmosphere. Villarreal Chelsea fans will be arriving uh, for Monday, Tuesday, and even on the day of the game. And yeah, it's going to be a brilliant experience. Thank you very much to Colin for joining me for this podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me, Tony. Appreciate it. And thank you very much for listening. Do check out any of our future Everything Football podcasts. 